Hi, I'm Dana from Dana B Astrology. And I'm Linda from Scullywag Astrology. Welcome to Astro Babble, where we babble about astrology. Today, we're going to be talking about the new moon in Leo. That's right. And it will be at five Leo, five degrees Leo and 38 minutes. So I might bring up the chart. So Donna, are you going to tell us about the moon mansion? The moon mansion is because of the moon is at five degrees, 38 minutes of Leo. That is the 10th moon mansion. And it's called Algebra, Algebra, A-L-J-A-B-H-A. So that's how they spell it. Um, This mansion is good for marriage. Associations can be profitable. Building stores or a business is a is a good energy for this moon, particular moon mansion. It is not good for travel. It is not good for leaving goods with somebody to hold on to for you. A bank probably should be okay, but you know, they ju- they just say that something might possibly happen. Um, it is also not a good day to put on new clothes, ornaments, or accessories. You have a good chance of a mishap with them, whether, uh, you know, a necklace could break, uh, clothes could get a stain or rip or something like that. That would be rather upsetting for most Leos too, I imagine. Yeah, um, I would, I would, I would think so because, you know, they, they, they hmm. are the ones that are typically the ones who shine in a crowd and, hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. So good for marriage, but also business partnerships, but, uh, Keep your money to yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, don't leave your 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 goods with uh with your neighbor. <laughs> you might not get your lawnmower back, Damn. broken or something. That's you know mm-hmm. what they say. Yeah. So we've got what have we got here? We've got Mercury somewhat close to the new moon. So. Moon, Sun, and Mercury all in Leo. Fixed sign. It's a fire sign. Leo is ruled by the Sun, so the Sun's in dignity here. Mm. Nice strong Sun. Yeah. And new moons are about planting seeds, starting new intentions, new beginnings. So just looking at that all. That Mercury is getting a square from Uranus, though. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of information overload with this new moon, trying to get all the moving pieces together for those new beginnings, perhaps. And then we have that Mars creeping up towards that that Uranus. Yeah. Jupiter stationing there, just about to uh, go retrograde. I'm not sure when exactly that I think the same day. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit frustrating, I think, because that Jupiter with its stationing retrograde kind of wanting to expand and the enthusiasm and optimism is going to kind of go backwards a little bit. Be slowed down. Be yeah. repressed. Yeah. I think yeah. the new moon is about 1.55 p.m., on the eastern coast of the United States, and the retrograde mm-hmm. actually happens at 4.37, so just about three hours later. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so it, it's going to be quite 
And then you've got that Uranus in there. I mean, that Uranus isn't, you know, squaring super close the new moon, but it is by sign. So, yeah, wanting to move forward and do things and take action and maybe just being frazzled or not being able to get the details together because it's also squaring mercury and then that jupiter the enthusiasm it just falls out the bottom falls out and i'm not sure when when is it maybe october i think the end of october maybe jupiter stations direct do you know when it stations direct no i don't i can look real fast um Okay, yeah, but I'm good. seeing that the uh, Uranus and the North Node are all together, and oh yeah, I, I, I missed the North Node. There. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot of 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 talking energy there. But yeah, it's it's fixed energy, so it's kind of we don't really want to listen to other people's opinions, and we've made up our mind, and it's a little bit hmm. Then we've got Saturn also in a fixed sign. So it's only really Jupiter, which is in a fire sign, but it's stationing retrograde. And then you've got Pluto. Uh, Jupiter stations direct November 23rd. Oh, much later. So the end of November. So yeah, new beginnings, new ideas, new plans put into, um, or that you want to put into action at this time. Maybe it's going to be the end of November before you can actually do something. Yeah, it might. Yeah, I'm working on a few elections for the end and, and nothing really, nothing. The what the windows are open so I can, I don't have, I'm not constricted by a month, but mm-hmm. I'm seeing that the windows definitely open up for easier things to happen like the beginning of March. Next year, beginning of March. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just, you know, well when you have all of the planets in retrograde for almost 6 months, you know, those outer planets, it things tend to just get hindered. Yeah. Not wow. that you have to stop living, it just means it's just going to it's not as easier. It's not as it's not as predictable. Mm-hmm. I think is the word I'm looking for. Or straightforward. It, yeah, you can't just like I'm going to do this. This is the plan and do it. There's going to be like obstacles and maybe you'll just like enthusiasm or you can't do it at this time. You know, yeah. You might just feel like you're kind of two steps forward and one step back. Yep. What do we usually do now? I'm, I'm very airy fairy tonight. Yeah. Do we? Um, we yeah, we'll do the uh, horoscopes. Yes. We're asking you to use your ascendant based on your birth time. And if you don't know it, you can, you know, in a pinch, you can use the moon or your sun sign. But we're actually going for the ascendant. So, yeah, these work much better if you actually use your ascendant sign rather than your sun or moon sign. And, you know, it's fairly easy to find out your ascendant sign. You know, you can contact me or Donna if you're having difficulty with it. Or, you know, you can go somewhere like astro.com and put in the details and find it out there. And if it's not on your birth certificate, I know in the United States, if you ask for the long form, they, um, it's, it's typically at your uh, county clerk 
clerk's office is who you would contact for your long form of your birth certificate. And that might very possibly have your birth time on it. A lot of times the short forms don't have it. But if you ask for the long form, um, you know, they might be able to get your birth time because a lot of people don't know their birth time. And it's it's hard. It's a process, but it is so worth it. You can do oh. so much with an accurate birth time. Yeah, so much more. And if you're somewhere like Australia where they don't record it on your birth certificate, you know, have a look, see if you've got a baby book or, you know, mum or dad or, you know, older relatives might remember. Or and even if they don't remember the exact time, they might be able to narrow it down to like it was afternoon or it was late at night or it was early morning. Because, yes, having that exact time is so much more preferable but, you know, if, if you don't know, at least knowing if it's, you know, morning or night or afternoon or that, that also helps us too. We can tell, you know, what your malefic of sect is, what your uh, benefic of sect is, things like that. Well, are you going to do the first house, Donna? Okay, I'll jump in. If you are a Leo rising, this is going to happen in your first um, house. And this is going to be um, new things that you are doing for yourself. Um, it might be a new hobby or uh, a new, um, I, know, I, I know a Leo, so, um, and I know she's doing a, an audition. So it might be doing something that you're just doing for yourself, you know, kind of just promoting. It, it, ha it has a lot to do with your vitality. You've got the yeah. sun and the moon in your, in the first house, you know, this would, would help you do those new things for a new hairstyle. Um, it might even be, you know, learning a new thing, whether it's, you know, Hey, I wanted to learn how to knit or, you know, a new skill. Yeah. Time to focus on yourself. Hmm. Always nice. And if you are a Cancer Ascendant, this new moon will be happening in your second house, which is your income, your personal finances and your resources. So maybe you are looking at a new source of income. Maybe you've got a job, but you're taking on a side gig or a second job. Maybe you are due for a bonus. Maybe you are being more proactive about savings or budgeting or investing or maybe you're buying something you know a resource or possession that's uh, helpful to you oh nice if you're a gemini this is going to be happening in your third house and this could have to do with early education and i know up in uh, the united states it's we're on summer break, so there's not a lot of early education, but this could have to do with your, your siblings or your cousins, extended family. Um, it also has a lot to do with your area that you're right in, you know, right close to. Mm -hmm. what, you, what your area is that you, you know, do your errands with on a daily basis, your grocery shopping, you know, those kinds of places. It has a lot to do with a new, something new happening in, in that realm of your life with the extended family aunts uncles cousins yeah brothers and sisters yeah <laughs> a lot of family time yeah new family yeah. time nice 
And if you are a Taurus ascendant, this new moon is happening in your fourth house. So this is a family home. It's uh, the home of parents. It's family. It is uh, your living situation and real estate matters. It's things like heritage and that as well. And it can be because it's, you know, down below. It's a, a dark and kind of almost hidden house as well, but not as hidden as, say, the 12th. But, yeah, so this could be new things happening with the parents. This could be new things happening regarding a home. You could be signing a lease. You could be starting to look for somewhere new to live. Maybe, you know, you've decided, no, I, we need something bigger. So you start the search at this time. It could be looking into new accommodations. It could be, yeah, all those sorts of things. Huh. I'm a Taurus rising, so uh, I'm <laughs> expecting my, I think my, my I think they're going to demolish my parents' kitchen enough where she's going to be moving in with us. So that would, that would definitely fit ah, right there. Parents and home situation. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a twofer. <laughs> and so for the next one, my mom's an Aries rising and she, it's going to give her an opportunity to be creative because this is going to have, if you're an Aries rising, it's going to be happening in your fifth house. So um, you want to pick out those cabinet, you know, openers and carpeting. And it, it, it has to do with your creativity. It also has to do with your children. Mm -hmm. um, so new things might happen with your children. Or creativity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that, fit. that definitely fits, doesn't it, with her moving in with her daughter. <laughs> that does. <laughs> and if you are a Pisces ascendant this is happening in your sixth house this is a house of illness it's also pets service to others and yeah those that work for us can sometimes be people that we work with so there could be new beginnings new starts here maybe unfortunately maybe some illness crops up at this time or maybe you're starting out in a journey of having to do something to address your health. Or it could be new job, new employee. It could be new pet. Yes, that is the sixth house. It has a lot. I think the sixth house has just a lot. I mean, it's service, it's pets, it's yeah, it's health. It's, yeah, it's a lot of things, really. It's a lot it? of things that affect your 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 own personal life. You know, if you have a pet in your house it's it's gonna mm. sometimes rule you know whether you can go out you know for like a whole weekend or yeah. you know you have to be back within a few hours to let a dog out or you know whatever so yeah it does have a lot to do with your life anyways if you are an Aquarius this is going to happen um in your seventh house and that is going to your that's the one-on-one -on -one relationships the committed relationships the relationships that you have with one other person that is wanting to have a relationship back with you. So um, the the seventh house is that that one-on-one -on -one relationships. So with the new moon there, uh, new things could crop up. You could start a new relationship or do new things with like a one-on-one -on -one person. Like if you were taking a trip or, you know, Hmm. maybe maybe doing your will that you want to do because a lawyer would be the one-on-one -on -one, you know committed relationship as well doctors those kinds of people 
And, and like you were saying, it's those one-on-one client relationships too. Like if you're in a business that takes on clients, it could be new clients coming in, you know. So, or even if you know one-on-one relationships, say with a hairdresser, maybe it's a new hairdresser because your old ones, you know, moved on or not available or whatever. But new thing. Mm. Yeah, something new. And if you're a Capricorn ascendant, this new moon is happening in the eighth house. Uh, eighth house is other people's money. It's shared finances and resources. It is things like inheritances, uh, insurance, taxes, loans, debts, all those sorts of things. It's the partner's income or finances as well as joint finances. So new things happening regarding those matters. It could be a loan gets approved or you're approving, I'm not approving, you're applying for a loan. Or, you know, maybe you've set up a new business or something, you've got into business with somebody. So there's kind of agreements that need to be done there and then new taxes, you know, need to be wrangled and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, very good. Also, um, Wills would definitely be in that. Um, yeah, yeah. Section to so if you're a Capricorn rising, get yourself you make sure all your paperwork is all in order. <laughs> and if you are a Sagittarius rising, this is going to be happening in your ninth house, and this is where um, you might want to come up with um, or decide to take on like a university type education, uh, the higher education. It could even be um, astrology if, if you want to, you know, learn the esoteric skills. Um, this house has also a lot to do with philosophy. You might change how you philosophically feel about certain things. Yeah. Yes. Especially with Sagittarius rising because you're more worldly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. And if you are a Scorpio rising, this is happening in your 10th house. So 10th house is our career and public reputation. Uh, it's also authority. So it could be bosses and it can also be kind of parents, even though parents is fourth house. Sometimes it can kind of be a 10th house matter as well. And uh, in the Leo um, sense, uh, this is a great time for recognition. Yes. If you're as if you're a Scorpio rising in your career. Yeah, it's um a very, very visible house and like Donna said, career orientated. But yeah, it's um you might be starting a new project at this time, could be a new boss, uh, it could be a new project at work, or you know, new recognition, new honors, new rewards. It's also the house of infamy as well. So if you're misbehaving, <laughs> it might be uh, new trouble. Yeah. Yeah. It's what you're known for in the world. So mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Watch your P's and Q's, but the sun being there certainly would lend to um, the more leadership, yeah. the higher quality vibe, I'm thinking. And if you're yeah, a Libra, but, but, but we we've got that Mars and Uranus kind of squaring, yeah. you know, by sign. So there could be a, a bit of a surprise element there. So yeah, yeah, oh, for sure, with with that square. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
if you are a Libra rising, this is going to be happening in your 11th house. And the 11th house has uh, to do with your friends and associates and the people that help you with, with your life or, or help you accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. So um, you might start a new, you might, you might start a new group or you might join a new, uh, you know, a, a group that you have not joined before. And that would be um, signified by uh, this taking place in your 11th house. If you're a Virgo ascendant, this is happening in your 12th house. So the 12th house is a little bit of a difficult house. It's hidden and secret matters. It's our undoing. So things like addictions and self undoing. It's places of retreat um, or confinement. So this could be, you know, working behind the scenes. It could be kind of sequestering yourself away or it could be prison or hospital. So, yeah, new beginnings, new starts, new things happening regarding those matters. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think with Leo, it's just, it's it, it adds some kind of a sparkliness to it. With this full moon yeah. being in Leo. It just... Yeah. Anyway, that's the horoscopes. Do you have a stone for us, Donna? I do. And we're talking about Leo, and I'm even wearing a gold shirt. <laughs> it's going to be the sunstone. Oh, and this is so pretty in the sun. It... um, mm -hmm. This is the... That's a rough one. Hold on. Uh-huh. A really bad spot to put those. You can okay. almost see it. It's um, it's golden oh, and orange in color. Okay, <laughs> but it has like a sparkly under the layer. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 an. Now this is is this is quite a big word. Oleoglase, oligoclase feldspar. <laughs> Oligo, oh, hold on, I'm going to do this first. It, it sounds like you're trying to yodel. It's, it's a long <laughs> word. Um, it's the triclinic uh, crystal system. Um, here's a faceted one. The faceted. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. And I'm not so sure. Mm -hmm. It's not really. It's not really clear. Um, but there's like a almost like a moonstone type quality where it's 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 un, there's a there's a, like a layer underneath that is showing uh, a, a a brilliance or a brightness um mm -hmm. it's orange and and to red brown it was sparkly inclusions it can be found in india canada norway russia the usa and recently there has been a mine that was um discovered in africa that produces a trans parent um stone mm -hmm. uh that that has those same qualities um it's a transparent capacity anyways it provides self-discipline to move forward in a leadership capacity that's what this stone does um mm -hmm. it can be worn as a pendant and can bring the heart's wisdom um into alignment with the mind's inspiration which is another uh thing that I use it I use it um for the uh I use it for the second and third chakra 
which is the sacral and the solar plexus, because it gives that, that burst of energy, the, um, oh, uh-huh. so if you're feeling run down, this would be a good stone. This is a good stone. If you're looking for, um, motivation towards a goal, um, mm-hmm. if you are looking for direction, if, um, if you meditate with this on your third eye, uh, it helps you to see a, a higher path. It supports mm-hmm. leadership, creativity, sexuality, and physical stamina. That's why it works on the solar plexus. Um, I thought it was interesting that you said about the heart too, because Leo's rules the heart yes. and the leadership too. So yeah, interesting. Yes, It exposes dishonesty. So it's a good stone to have. Ooh, but make sure that you're on the up and up because it does expose dishonesty. Uh, it, cre- it increases um, metabolism and vitality. So it's a really good stone. It, it also aids reproductive problems. So if you are, oh, okay. um, you know, having those, those, the sacral issues and I wish you guys could see the, the brightness and you can really only see it in the sunshine. Um, uh-huh. When yeah. the sun, when the sun hits it, it just reflects. So it's so pretty. It really is. It's a yeah. very pretty stone, but that is the sunstone. And I, I use this frequently as well, because you can see I've got a lot of them. Um, <laughs> they don't have to be jummy for them to work. They you don't can, have to be what? Sorry. They don't have to be jummy, you know, uh, gem quality. Oh, so, so rough rocks are fine. Rough rocks are fine. Yeah. Uh, all I'm looking for is the same energy that the rock has and whatever mm-hmm. you do to it is not going to really alter it that much. It would alter it more if you were to polish it, you know, then. Well, I, I was almost wondering that. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like you kind of. Mm, it's got a most of... hardness of like a six to a 6.5, making mm-hmm. it, um, you know, a wonderful stone to have as a necklace. This is mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a six to six point five. So it's it's pretty tough stone. I mean, I wouldn't go dropping it on hard things, but yeah, yeah. I reckon that would be brilliant to have like on a keychain. So it's with you all the time because you were saying metabolism, leadership, just really really handy qualities to have um uh exposing dishonesty um yeah good for the heart yeah 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 i i i i do i find that this stone is very um beneficial for you know just getting that motivation going getting that getting that leadership stuff going that you you know if you're doing one of those new things for yourself or yeah, getting a family reunion together it might be a stone to be wearing because it, it 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 just exudes that vitality that you you know it it I think people are more attracted to people who are who have got that vitality. You don't want to you know you don't want to follow somebody who's like you know wearing all black and you know just wants to crawl into a hole and you know not do anything. Yeah. You'd rather mm, someone who's a bit upbeat and. So it, like it, it might give you a little bit of that mm. oomph that you might be needing with all these planets going into retrograde. Yeah, yeah. Mm, very good. And you'll be writing an article about that? I will. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we're, we're, we're getting more work for Donna. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I but yeah, I it's 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 a great stone and it's it'll be good to read that article because I'm sure I'll have more information than what I was able to uh, get out today. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking when you were saying about what a shame it was that you kind of couldn't get it uh, out in the sun. You know, maybe even take a video on the phone. You know, take it out in the sun that might be able to capture it. Perhaps that could be interesting. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Mm. So, okay. So the aspects that we have coming up between um, this new moon and the full moon, um, mm -hmm. we'll start out with, of course, we, uh, Linda, as Linda had said earlier, Jupiter um, is stationing at this on this day. It will also then go into retrograde about three hours after that full moon or the new moon. So that that's yeah. going to be happening. Is the retrograde is going to be happening? Um, and what did you say around about the 23rd or something of November is when it stations direct again yeah so July 7 11 so about four months it's going to be retrograde for yeah yeah and unfortunately during this time you might find that um, your grand plans are kind of not moving forward you're not enthusiastic about it or you keep kind of running into what's the word, issues, or you just kind of can't do that. It's it's being repressed. It's being, you know, held back. Uh, Jupiter is going back over that old ground. The good news is that those grand plans, by going back over them and reassessing them, you might actually come up with a, a better plan in the long run anyway. So that's the hope with that. With Jupiter going back into its own sign, might have a little bit more dignity than... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to. Um, I'm not sure how far back it will go, but yeah, it does go back into Pisces. Pisces. Mm. Yes, we we had such a short time with it in Pisces, so it'll be nice to have it back in Pisces. Yeah, yeah, it will be. I don't think it was. It was. It, it went in Pisces so quickly. It was. It's supposed to be in there for a year. I think we only got maybe seven months out of it. Yeah, well, I think I think last year sometime, maybe round about this, well, maybe about October or something, it, it kind of just got into it and then it retrogrades straight back into um, Aquarius. Yeah. And then I think round about December, end of December, it kind of was in it. But by May, it was gone. It was, you yeah. know, into Aries. So yeah it would have been nice to have had that nice 12 month period but wasn't to be <laughs> not this year <laughs> <laughs> and then so the other um we ready to move on to the next aspect yeah mercury squaring um uranus which you had said earlier was going to mm -hmm. happen and these are two um they're air quality planets not, not quality but um, but they're, they're airy planets that have a lot to do with the ideas. So, so Mercury is like the, the normal talking where Uranus is going to be that level up that, um, more, <laughs> more, um, <laughs> more shocking, more, uh, more ideas, a lot more about a higher, a higher vibe of talking. Mm -hmm. 
is, is what I'm trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that Uranus, it's kind of, it's, it's in Taurus, which is, of course, a very kind of slow, steady Able. kind of sign. But, you know, Uranus by nature is quick, sudden, shocking you know, innovative, you know, eureka ideas sort of thing. With it squaring Mercury, I just kind of wonder if this is going to be too much going on. You know, it's just, you know, when you kind of, you go to bed at night and you can't get to sleep because all these ideas are running through your head. But I think even on a grander scale than this, this is kind of like there's too much information coming at you all at once. And, you know, kind of mental burnout. So, you know, yeah, it's just like, as you're saying too much, I'm, I'm looking at that Mars that's right next to it. So you, you've got that aggressiveness or that drive, and then you've got the North node, which means increase. So yeah, I'm yeah. seeing that a lot of what you are just saying. Yeah. Just yeah. The, I just, I just think this is going to be with. really mentally taxing day. I mean, for some people it might just mean more because I mean, Mercury can be like, your car and getting around and communications and learning and that but this it's just all being shoved at you all at once and I think for most of us it's going to be way too much some people might actually strive with it perhaps but I just yeah I just look at that and just think ugh. <laughs> Uranus is very electric mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know yeah. so. and, and like you said with the Mars with it and the North Node yeah I hope that I hope that sun flare doesn't burst open then. <laughs> that that what sorry? We have a sun we have a sun uh, spot on the sun about three times oh. the size of the Earth, and that oh sunspot is aimed at the Earth. And I'm just I just I hope it like dissipates and and goes away and that flares up because that's how usually the sunspots go is they flare. Yeah, but a yeah. big flare like that, I'm not so sure is going to be. Could uh, knock out communications, perhaps. Yeah, could. yeah. Facebook goes down. That would be why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Facebook no, went down would... um, a while ago. We had a, a sun a sun flare, a small mm -hmm. one, and I think that was the day Facebook went down for like four hours. Yeah, <laughs> and the world went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and the world went crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. Um, that would be rather catastrophic. Yes. Well, maybe not catastrophic. <laughs> it depends how big it is, but yeah. Yeah. Something mm. to watch out for for sure. Mm, mm. Oh. Um, maybe a good idea to make sure that your electronics are all backed up, you know, particularly if it's, you know, something you've been working hard on, you know, maybe send it to Google Drive or, you know, email it to yourself. Yeah. Because this could be something shocking happening happening with your electronics. So yeah, yeah. Oh, the following year or the following day is the Islamic New Year. I don't know if that. I don't know astrologically um, how if that is any significance, but it is. Anyway, so then we have on the thirty first. Are we ready? Sorry, sorry. What did you say? It's what the year? Islamic New Year. Oh, it's oh, down okay. on the 29th. Ah, oh, okay. 29th of July. Is that Ramadan or? Nope, it's just uh, New Year. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Hmm. I can ask my, 
But anyway, um, <laughs> and this okay. So on the thirty-first is uh, Mercury is opposing Saturn. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be frustrating, isn't it? I would think that that would be very confining on speeches. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're both in fixed signs, so they both don't want to budge an inch. Could be being stifled, like you said, with speech, communications, also just getting around, you know. Quite often, if I've if I'm doing a lot of driving in the car, doing a lot of errands and that, I quite often look and see what's happening with my Mercury if uh, it's being aspected. But, yeah, this could be, yeah, and, and having to do paperwork that you don't really want to, you know. It's like you've put off doing those taxes for the last, you know, six months or something, and, and now you've got to do all that paperwork. Saturn is definitely in the... Um, stronger position it's in its own sign even if it is retrograde let's see mercury is still under the beams so mercury is just going to have to toe the line yeah yeah i think so i think yeah. so too it could even be a little bit kind of depressing too depressing thoughts depressing communications depressing news or you're just being made aware of new rules mm, interesting yeah which could be rather depressing. <laughs> but, um, Those yeah. are, are typically uh, constricting. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that, that would definitely work. And so then the next aspect would be the sun is going to trine Jupiter. Mm -hmm. and, and this is where the, uh, the recognition, this is where I got that recognition from, is that, you know, with your with your job in the in that 10th house any any time that jupiter is is going to is going to is a is a benefic so it's going to give you something training that mm -hmm. the sun is recognition yeah i was just looking rather puzzled there because it's still stationing it's not actually retrograde yet it's stationing retrograde but yeah so it's slow um i don't know when it actually officially retrograde i mean i suppose it's officially when it's stations retrograde but yeah so it's 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 not even moving backwards yet it's just sitting there like a lump <laughs> yeah and saying yeah. i'm ready i'm ready to go <laughs> but it's just not going yeah and I, and I mean the sun's in leo so it's in its own sign it's ready to move forward but jupiter's just sitting there like a lump and i've read about this you know, usually Sun trying Jupiter, that would be an optimistic, enthusiastic time for us. But because it's retrograde, this is kind of, it can be a time when you realize that it's like, oh, all these grand plans, they're going to take a lot longer than I thought. Or, you know, this person I was counting on to help me, it's not going to happen. You know, you're going to have to rethink. And um, yeah, it's maybe a little bit of a disappointing day, you know. But it gives you a chance over the next four months to go back and refine and make that an even better plan. Yeah. Yeah. That's typically what the retrogrades do is they give you a chance to go back and re <laughs> revisit the, the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day we're going to have Mars conjunct Uranus. Oh, my God. And that's going to be with the North Node. <laughs> you really shouldn't say oh my god like that 
<laughs> you might scare people. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Mercury in Pisces. <laughs> That's going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's no, it's just big energy. It's 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 um time for really big grand ideas. It's sextiling um Venus, so that should yeah. give some benefit. Yeah, I do understand that you know your reaction when you saw they're like, oh no, <laughs> but yeah, it just means that it's big energy. It's it's um, it could be big and shocking. It could be um, I'm trying to see where where Pluto is. <laughs> I'm, I yeah, we both have our own you know where, where our eyes go to. It's like okay, we're other troublemakers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's uh. It's, it's, it's big energy. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's the, if, if you were to just, if I were just read that in a sentence, okay, I'm seeing Uranus, the North node and Mars. Okay. So we're going shocking, big aggression. It's, it's just, <laughs> or, or shock, shocking, big drive. It, it could also read that way yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, this could be very big revolutionary energy and you know depending on which side of the revolution you're on that could be good or bad uh, you know it could be really big innovative ideas yeah technology i mean like you said it's got that trying to um venus so that's something yeah um, hopefully it's not uh, overly negative. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about that. You know, they're both quite combustible. It could be protest at this time, perhaps. Actually, this would be really interesting if it was um, regarding female rights and that with that sextile to Venus. Um but interesting that you got that Mars there with that Uranus. Uh, yeah, I just, I wouldn't be planning anything risky that day. No, yeah. Yeah, and that's the whole point of doing these 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 videos is to, where are the risky days? Where are the days where you need to like, you know, come in and, and rethink what you're going to do or, or, or go out and, you know, do that thing that you wanted to do. Mm. And these are the perfect times. And, and I mean, if you need to do something that's going to take up a lot of energy and needs you to think outside the box and um, yes. yeah, you know, this would be a good time for that. Yes. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't um, plan to go hang gliding for the first time on this day or something similar. I wouldn't yeah. plan to go hang gliding anyway, but there you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can, with the, I'm hoping with the, um, with the Venus in there adding some, uh, yeah, protection. Yeah. Mm. Because Venus, um, Mars is in Venus's sign. They mm. don't have yeah. mutual reception, but, but Venus is trying to lend some things over there. She is the one who's, uh, handing out the, the tools. They are all in the Taurus sign, so yeah, you might have and, a little and bit more. Yeah, influence. that's a good point. Both Venus feels a kind of obligation to both Uranus and Mars. Mars. So, hmm, that's interesting. 
so females, beauty, I don't know. Inclusiveness, drive, innovative, <laughs> new, leveling up. <laughs> mm. All those words are, are all very much um, yeah, part of this just, energy. It's interesting. But yeah, you, you're quite right. Um, Venus does have an obligation to kind of uh, look after them. And she's in a really uh, close sextile to them, so she can help them. So She is in an applying sextile. Mm. Yes, good point. Interesting. So yeah. It could be, a, it has the potential to be a really good day. Yeah, a really active day. <laughs> yes, that, that as well. Very yeah. active, very, very, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll have to journal, won't we? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it'll be interesting. I, I will be very interested to see what does manifest that day. Yeah. The next aspect. With uh, Venus sextiling Uranus. Why is she sextiling Uranus before she's sextiling? She must be, yeah, she's sextiling Mars first. But I've got written down here that she's sextiling Mars on the second. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? Maybe Mars is moving super fast. Mars is moving at 122% of its um, average speed. Venus is moving at 123%. So she's actually moving faster. Because hmm. is, is Mars going to overtake Uranus before? Oh, look at that. It is too. Mars so is Mars is moving here. fast enough that he's going to overtake Uranus before Venus can actually come up and uh, make that sextile to Uranus. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. more sudden kind of like <laughs> out the way. Shoving. I'm coming through. Yeah. 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 So we have mm. Mars conjunct Uranus, which is, yeah, it's 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 that it's that I'm coming through, that that drive, that this is my idea. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. It could be shocking. Hmm. <laughs> With uh, separation there. Yeah. Well, with the uh, Venus sextile Uranus, I think of this as something a little bit different. You know, it's spicing things up a bit, whether that's in art or relationships or it could be lots of things like how you dress, you know, your jewellery, um, eating, anything that brings you pleasure. You might just want to, you know, explore something a little bit, you know, outside your usual boundaries. Or change your hairstyle, your hair color completely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which would be a, a very much of a Uranus type uh, Venus thing. Yeah. And hopefully that would go well with it being a sextile. Yeah. And then the next day, Venus is going to catch up to that um, Mars. Mm -hmm. 
So we'll have Venus sextile Mars, which can be a bit of a sexy energy. There are, yes. you know, there. So for those people, yeah. Mm. You know, if you um, meet somebody at this time, this is more to do with uh, Venus, uh, Uranus, you know, it might be fun and exciting and new and very different, but it might not have much staying power. That's the only thing. No. Yeah, with Venus in in a in a very fleeting sign of you know the moon because because the moon goes so quickly yeah and changes it might be fleeting. Well, not only that, but that Uranus is unstable. It's it's not like Saturn. It's like yes, we're going to be together forever. It's like yeah, <laughs> it's the fling. It's the that was fun. Yeah. See you next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah it's um it's it can be shocking and and uh mm. and out of the blue and leveling up you know as well uranus and, yeah. and venus in in a relationship well even with um things like art or um all that sort of thing it could be like you said leveling up it's kind of you know going to a different innovative take on you know, whatever that art is. Yeah. But that uh, Venus Mars, that's usually kind of quite, uh, you know, a bit of a fun time, quite sexy. Hmm. As you said, Mars is in uh, Venus's sign. So... Venus is in a better position here, but she kind of feels like she's somewhat responsible for Mars. So, yeah. So she's she's gonna allow Mars to do what Mars wants to do, but she's going to have Mars do it in a nice way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. She's so gonna take that route, and she's going to. <laughs> Have him bathe and get uh, dressed up. Shave him up and take her out to dinner. There you go. Or what I'm, are they saying? Music soothes the savage beast. There you go. It does. Mm -hmm. It also soothes kids, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Some of them can be beasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I better that's not true. say that. <laughs> and then oh and then we've got mercury going into virgo but that's not for a couple of days afterwards is that right or am i looking right no you're about august 4th 4th so let me jump a couple of days ahead yeah so um venus going in or mercury going into virgo it's its own <laughs> sign so it's going to have all the dignity it's going to have all the power that it wants yeah not only its own sign but it's also exalted and um yeah it's exalted here so no other planet is exalted in its own sign mercury is the only one that gets that yeah. so yeah very analytical but grounded you know because it is an earth sign virgo very detail oriented um, mm -hmm, yeah and uh but can adapt because it's mutable so 
Yeah. Tangible earth. Tangible, practical. Yeah. Mm. And as I said a gazillion times, when a planet moves into another sign, it's a day mm -hmm. to journal. It is, it is definitely a lot of something significant could happen, whether it's on, you know, the personal level or the more mundane level. Yeah. And Mercury will be well and truly out from under the beams of the sun at this stage. So really good position. Yeah, just really good. He's in his own home, he's exalted and away from that sun. Yeah, and can get the message out or whatever it's wanting to, to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Really good position. Good time for, like you said, analytical, nitty gritty, detailed, orientated work and communications. And then the next one is Venus trine Neptune. That's a couple of days later too, on the 7th. Very dreamy. Mm -hmm. Idealistic, quite romantic. I would think it would be a good day for to gab. Just call up a girlfriend. <laughs> that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's the gift to gab. I whenever I see that uh, Venus and Neptune, it, it's not, it's not real tangible, but it's a good time to, you know, banter around some ideas and. Yeah. Kim could be a very creative time. Creative. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking when you were saying about um, gabbing with girlfriends, you know, it could be, well, oh, it's a Sunday. So, yeah, go out for brunch with the girls. It could, you know, lead into dinner yeah. <laughs> because there's no boundaries. With, with Neptune there. <laughs> hey, stagger home at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just out for lunch. <laughs> Yeah, it could be fun. Um, yeah, it's it's not it's not hard energy for yeah, sure, not yeah. with the trying. I mean, it's gonna be very yeah. easy to do. I mean, Neptune is um retrograde, so you could have like unusual Neptunian things happening, maybe, maybe a, a weird dream. Mm, that could be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the outers are so, um, they're retrograde for so long, like six months or something. It's like I almost don't kind of pay attention, like, unless it's the degree that they station on. But, um, hell, they move so slowly, it could have stationed at that degree. I don't think it was that long ago that it stationed retro, was it? No, I don't think it was. I, I, I think it's at the beginning of the month of July. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's not that far at all. But yeah, yeah, it, it should be a nice, enjoyable energy. Wouldn't expect a lot of um, action. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, that Mars and Saturn too. <laughs> That's going to put the brakes on things. Yeah, I wouldn't, this is a lazy, dreamy kind of like indulge yourself type day, I imagine. This isn't kind of, you know, getting down to work. Yeah. Though that Saturn might want you to work, but yeah, hmm. I, I don't know. I just think this is, I certainly prefer the Venus Neptune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would too, for sure. I, because, you know, the other aspect that we got coming up is um, Mars squaring Saturn, you said, yeah. and 
you know, those are both the malefics. And when those yeah. are both in conversation, um, I can't imagine that good times are on a doorstep, but um, I do see hard work. You could get a lot of hard work with Saturn and Mars. Mars is that drive. Saturn is the rules. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Mars is in Taurus, so it's not the most speedy sign for Mars to be in, but it does still want to go forward and it does want to take action. And that uh, Saturn is kind of holding it back, I think. Uh, possibly telling it, you know, you got to follow the rules, you got to do this, you do that. And Saturn's in its own sign, it is retrograde, but yeah, it's it's in the superior position and it's in its own sign, whereas Mars is in its uh, sign of detriment. So Mars is going to have to do what it's told, I believe. Hmm. Could be destructive energy as well with Mars. Yeah. Mars and Taurus. So it's an Earth sign. It's fixed. They're both fixed signs. And in detriment? Mm, Yeah. Mars isn't feeling good. Saturn is definitely the stronger one. Mm -hmm. Um, More rules, more constricting or constraints. Yeah. The one good thing going for this from Mars perspective is that Saturn is retrograde. So it's not like uh, Mars is kind of moving away from it, which it will do naturally. If if Saturn was going direct, Mars would be moving away from it. But Saturn is actually moving in the other direction. So they're both kind of trying to put more distance um, away from each other. So that's one saving grace, I suppose. Once Mars gets past um, that square, you know, he'll um, get to do a bit more of what he wants up until he retrogrades later. So, and then a couple of days later, we've got Venus opposition Pluto. Yeah, this is the date where I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that Roe versus Wade, maybe Mm -hmm. more news. I know all the states are trying to, because um, how America works or, or the United States works is that the states are supposed to have their own kind of governing. We have the federal laws, but the states individually have their own set of, can make their own laws. Like there are certain states that have uh, legalization of marijuana where other states, you, you, it's, there, it's not. So you yeah. have certain laws in certain states and certain laws in other states. It makes it a bit confusing. It, it makes it difficult. Like if you were carrying a gun, you can't carry a gun mm-hmm. in certain states. You can carry a gun in other states. You, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's a little bit more difficult. And I think the states are going to be trying to go through all that just as uh, the United States is going through their Pluto retrograde Um yeah, Pluto, uh, return, is it a Pluto yeah. return coming soon. I think there is. I'm not quite. I, sure. I think I read the other day that like they had, they've either just had, and like this is what the 14th of July here. It's the 13th over there. Yeah. Um, I think that they've just had the second of three exact returns or something, or it's just yeah. going to come up very, very soon. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. 
Um, yeah, so it's, it's, I think there with that, with that opposition means I now see you. Okay. That's what the opposition, you know, that's what that aspect aspect means is, is I now, I now see you and now can address, you know, what energy I now have to work with. So mm-hmm. because of that, I think that there might be more visibility of the Roe versus Wade, you know, that um, Hades and uh, Persephone. Persephone. Yeah. Uh, there might just be a little bit more going on with that, with that opposition with the, with the Pluto and Venus, Hades, Persephone. Being. You you were pretty good with that last one. Was that was the square, wasn't it, or was it the sextile that the um it came out about the ruling? The I think it was one, actually a sextile. I want to say it was a sextile, but I could be wrong. Mm, mm. It's interesting too because when you think about uh, an opposition, it cuts the circle in half. So. It will be really interesting too to see how this divides the country and it's really interesting when you were talking about like gun laws and i suppose concealed carry and all but it's kind of a bit like if you're going to a different state it's almost like you have to research it like mm. if you're going to a foreign country yeah you know what laws do i have to abide by here when in rome and I mean, we, we have similar things here as in like, you know, there might be rules for this in this um, state and, and not in the others, but nothing as big that I can think of as significant as, say, gun laws or, you know, other things like that. But, yeah. Right, yeah. Or the marijuana laws. Mm. I mean, it's different in every yeah. state. Yeah. But yeah, um, it it will be interesting, particularly like we had that Mars-Uranus north node earlier when they're all at 18 degrees sextiling that uh, Venus, whether there'll be, um, I I would not be surprised to see big protests around about that time. But yeah, it will be interesting to see. On a personal level, this can be obsession or jealousy this is, you know, the darker side of um, love and affection. And, you know, from an artistic perspective, this could be dark themes. You know, maybe you're doing art that's exploring some, you know, deeper, more confronting topics. Ideas, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because Pluto is that stuff that people don't want to see that they that Pluto is is all about everything that the average person doesn't want to even see or address Mm -hmm. that's that's Mm -hmm. that's all that's all Pluto Mm -hmm. you know it's death it's 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 sex decay drugs Mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 decay it's transformational it's burning it's it's all Mm -hmm. those yeah intense relationships and with the opposition it could very well be issues with jealousy obsession that sort of thing and then a couple of days later we have oh sun square uranus so this highlighting shock ah (laughs) shocking all (laughs) yeah still got uh north node very close to that uranus yeah i think this is kind of change you're not comfortable you know things are happening too fast 
you know, get off my lawn sort of energy. But, yeah, just things are happening too fast, erratically, and, and maybe not so much like we say that Uranus is fast and that, and it is, but this is in Taurus, so it's a grounded sign. Maybe things that we always thought would stand the test of time, that would always be there, that's solid, reliable, dependable, it changes. And that could be quite confronting. You know, if something that you've always kind of taken for granted is no longer there or no longer available, that could be rather upsetting. Yeah. Yeah, but in the yeah, with Uranus in the fixed sign of Taurus mm -hmm. that doesn't want anything to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Used positively, perhaps this is, you know, needing to change and adapt. And, you know, it, it's going to be a bit, it's not going to be joyful, but, you know, maybe it will be productive. But it's going to be highlighted. I mean, the sun wants it to come out. The sun wants it to be illuminated. Yeah, Uranus is in the superior position and it's got the North Node with it. But the Sun is in her own sign or his own sign, shouldn't say her, though maybe I should. <laughs> Girl power. But um, I think that could be uncomfortable, you know, maybe changes that aren't awfully comfortable. Tension and stress around change. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely could see that. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, because Uranus is not supposed to be that same old, same old, you know, oh, what we're all used to. It's that mm -hmm. wow factor. Yes. On the 11th, Venus is going to move into a new sign. Mm -hmm. Leo. Yeah. Where, I don't know, I don't think that she's feeling that bad. She doesn't, have, she doesn't have any dignity and she does yeah, have just looking, she, she, she's not in triplicity um yeah because uh, the essential dignity chart is right down there and she's peregrine yeah i forgot it was down there <laughs> yeah no she's peregrine she's got no essential dignity yeah it's just yeah so she doesn't she have is, a, with, a lot of the sun is in the same sign so the sun can at least help her because Leo is ruled by the sun and the sun's in the same house. So that's right. somewhat helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she's not in detriment or um, fall. So that's something fixed fire signs. So yeah, this can be, this can be a fun Venus. It's, you know, quite creative. It likes tension. Yeah. Um, yeah. You said that, that it's a it's a fun Venus sign. She's also in the warrior position, and I'm thinking with the sun, she very well might be more warrior than the lover. Could be, could be. Let me think. Um, so she's catching up to the sun, so she's going to have her superior conjunction soon. She's moving at about 124 percent of her usual speed. So. Hmm. She's coming into, uh, coming under the beams though. Like yes. not yet, but within about four days, three or four yeah. days. So at this time she should be, let me think, she'll be a morning star. So she'll be she really be. bright in the sky uh, in uh, around about this time. She's definitely oriental. So she'll be a morning star, right? Yeah, yeah, she'll rise before the sun. 
that I mean, much. <laughs> I was, no, I had, um, when all those planets were all, the, all five of them were all in line, like within sextile mm -hmm. of each other. So I yeah. went like this about 10 inches ahead of my face. Mm -hmm. This is how I did, this is how I do it, did it with, um, um, so I can try to figure out the night sky. Mm -hmm. So I went about 10 inches in, in front of my face and then I put my fingers like that. And that, mm -hmm. this, like my thumb was on one end of the, was on, what was that last planet? Mercury, where this one was on Saturn. So I could get mm -hmm. what a sextile looks like in the sky, you know, which is, <laughs> you know, 90 degrees, yeah. 30 degrees, no, no, whatever. Oh, six um, dollars, 60. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I could see what 60 degrees looks like. And because then you, you trans, you do that. And there's like 12 sections. If you follow the elliptic, um, yeah. you know, where all the other planets are going. So I, that was just one of the things I was trying to do of how far apart that actually is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she'll be bright at this time. She's going to go under the beam soon, though. Interesting that you got that Uranus, Mars, and uh, sextile, that Venus, earlier in the month. And then you were saying with uh, Venus, just prior to this, a couple of days or a day beforehand. Is it a day beforehand? Two days beforehand. Uh, she's going to. Um, have that opposition with Pluto, which you were wondering if that could bring up some stuff with uh, Roe v. Wade. And yeah, you're talking about her now being in a warrior position and she's going to be super bright. I, I don't like the idea that she's going under those beams pretty soon, but no, no. when she does uh, conjoin the sun, it will be a superior conjunction and it will be a whole new cycle. So that will be interesting. But will, it will take her a while to get through that, you know, out from under the beams again. At least 15 days, two days or two weeks. Yeah. And once she goes in, once she goes in, she's got to get there. So that's two weeks. And then in that conjunction yeah. and then another two weeks out. So another month. Yeah. So what's that take us up to September? Yeah. Interesting. Should be interesting times because when you say September, that leads me into fall and whew, the uh, elections are coming in the fall. <laughs> ah. We do have a, a, an election in August. I think that's local though. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's uh, with the planets moving around like this, they're very, they're wanting to shine. They're wanting to say, you know, look at me with the, with this Leo, um, the sun and Leo, it's, it's their, when, when they're aspecting them, they're, they're wanting to be seen. They're wanting to be, they have something to say. Yeah. Hmm. And then on the same day, we have Mars sextile Neptune. Uh, I see that as, um, you know, throwing your energy behind your ideals, you know, taking action you know I, I see that um neptune as being idealistic and altruistic it's yeah having the um power of your convictions i suppose you're willing to take action and, and do something the it's possible that the 
niching could kind of dissipate some of that energy but let's face it i mean mars and taurus isn't super strong anyway but this could ruled be by a, venus i'm sorry go ahead oh, i just said and that mars is ruled by venus so yeah maybe maybe a lot of people come out in support of um female rights or something i don't know but maybe we're just kind of reading a lot into this but it just seems to me that there's a lot of female energy around a lot of this stuff this uh two-week period um this could also be misuse of drugs mm, could be yep With mars mm -hmm. and neptune mm -hmm. could be yeah yeah, I, I like to see this a little bit more positively, hopefully. I think, if anything, a negative energy or negative um, reckoning of this would be probably dissipation of drive, energy, ambition. Um, but yeah, that could definitely fit in with um, misuse of drugs as well. But yeah, I think on a positive note, yeah, taking a stand, you know, for something that you believe in a cause yeah that mars is gonna lend that drive yeah so <laughs> that's the aspects that we have to look forward to for the next month mm -hmm. or no the next two weeks well fortnight oh, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but we're we're all we're still we're we're, we're looking beyond that <laughs> like oh that's coming but we have that coming right behind it, you know, so we, I mean, yeah. it is, there's are going to be some very interesting times um, coming up, especially yeah. I think the fall. Mm. That will be interesting. Um, yeah. So where can people find you, Donna? Uh, you can get a hold of me at, uh, right there is my um, www.donnabastrology.com <laughs> is my website and you can get on there um to find out uh about my stone um blog that i have i every time i talk about a stone i try to write an article and get it on there and um so i do electional horary natal uh astrology and um and and chakra layout so and i do them by distance so they can do them that way um and it's better to go to Donna Bar Consulting, uh, my Facebook page, to do the booking because that'll that'll just book it right there. But yeah, yeah. so that's so those are the ways you can get a hold of me. And Linda, how can people get a hold of you? And what are you doing? I'm at uh, Scullywag Astrology, which is astrology.scullywag.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, uh, and I'm doing natal readings i'm doing forecasts so looking ahead for the following year and relationship readings nice mm. yeah i um <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say we're kind of a bit all over the place tonight aren't we it's a, <laughs> it's a weird energy we're actually recording this kind of under a full moon so has the full moon actually occurred yet no it, it must be very close in an hour and four minutes 
yeah <laughs> so if we're a bit kind of jumpy that might be what what's going on <laughs> but uh, interesting to do it under a full moon it is it is um yeah it is i don't think we'll try doing it under an eclipse <laughs> oh gosh no no uh, although yeah. i have started a few things with an eclipse um mm -hmm. yeah i'm not so sure i'd want to do a video <laughs> no no i don't think i would either <laughs> all righty mm -hmm. um if you found value in this um please like share subscribe and comment it um brings up our 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 algorithm so that other people can see it and we do appreciate all those shares they are very helpful so yeah thank you, thank you very much um yeah so thanks for listening and uh, we'll be back next time yeah. thank you bye Ciao.